0: Back on the vent. I got my my guy Doug and my man Tony, that guy. We got three time zones represented right now. Uh I'm glad we could get it on. What's up, fellas? What's up? What's going on, boys? Yeah, super happy to have you, man. I figured uh we haven't I haven't really talked politics or current current events in a while, and I figured you guys would be good for it. So uh kind of interested to see what the resonating opinion is especially like we got we have different uh contrasts, like Doug's in Texas. Tony, you're in Michigan. Oh, and and the fucking but I mean the contrast couldn't be any more different in my opinion. Like Michigan is like fucking. They're talking about you can't buy certain things, and then Texas is like fuck all you. Like we're gonna open, you know. Right. So it's crazy. Like and Utah, man. I'll be honest. Like we just, uh, I was I was thinking in Utah it would be worse because we had all these missionaries come home from all over the fucking world. Like you don't you don't who knows what could have came back with them right and they did it all at once and it wasn't an impact on us so um we're like we're pretty low in cases i don't think we're going to see much of a curve like tony your third worst texas i think was pretty bad doug i'm not sure where you rank nationally but what do you guys think man what, what's up
1: go ahead man
2: oh I, I mean my opinion is we need to get stuff open again just like the texas governor saying open it up uh, where I live, that's pretty rural, so you know it's it's spread out to begin with anyway. But uh, I mean, to me, the quicker we can get it open, the better.
0: So it's Doug. It's basically just, is it just been business as usual for you, or is it like the wife and the kids staying home kind of thing? Or well,
2: because yeah. my wife's a school teacher, so yeah, the schools are, are uh, shut down, so the kids are home. In my wife's school she's still teaching on, online and sending packets and stuff to the kids. But I mean, she, we are talking a little, it hurts, it's, it's a tiny little farm school. Like she's got a class of like nine kids in it, mm. you know? So, uh, but yeah, there certain things are like the certain things are shut down in restaurants, just like everywhere else. But I mean, liquor stores are open. Yeah. Uh, all the stores are open, you know, to go shopping and stuff. I mean, pretty much the big things shut down are just the restaurants. Yeah, and you know, movie theaters and malls, stuff like that. But it is just pretty much everything else is open.
1: So you guys, your stuff's open. Do you have any? Do you have any of the other restrictions? Like we can't buy furniture. Like you go through Meyer is our normal store here. It's like a like a Walmart on steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from Ohio, so I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, you walk down the aisles and like all the like the the little end tables or the furniture, or the lamps or and or um. TV trays, that kind of shit. No furniture, so they have the aisles blocked off with caution tape. Wow, <laughs> no. Yes, yeah, it's, it's fucking. It's, the governor decided what's essential in the essential stores that you can and can't buy. So, dude, I saw the, uh, there's
0: some big pushback on that though, and she's getting a lot oh, yeah. of shit for it. And then they're signing petitions to recall her and all this shit. I don't, I don't exactly know what that means, but
1: um. yeah, dude, she outlawed motorboating. Not like I can still do that to my wife and shit. But. <laughs> you can't jump in your motorboat that has a motor on it, but you can sail. Okay, Doug. Be, Doug, I saw.
0: Yeah. I saw you did post something where it said like, "Hey, I can't, I can't fish on a state lake, but I can go to a crowd of Walmart." Like, is that true in Texas? Or
2: uh, that was actually a, a friend from Michigan's post that I stole from him. But no, uh, honestly, like I, I go hunting, fishing. Uh, I pretty much do whatever I want. I'll be honest with you, I go do whatever. Yeah. Uh, and there's not much. Like, you see, I was driving home. I live out in the country. There's people fishing at this lake. It's called Kirby Lake. I mean, there's tons of people out there fishing and stuff. I mean, you're outdoors, for God's sakes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's, there's – uh-huh. you're not – it's not crowded or nothing. You're not in, you know, 25,000 people fishing at the same time. Yeah. I mean, it just – I don't – seems a little asinine
1: to me. Yeah. Dude, I, we, we can
2: buy weed, but we can't buy carrot seeds. Right. Crazy. And that's no. I, I mean, honestly, like I, when I went to Walmart or Lowe's or I went I went yesterday, uh, uh, or excuse me, Saturday, I bought a leaf blower and some trailer tires. Like there's I mean, those aren't essential, but I can buy whatever I want, to be honest oh. with you.
0: Oh, so Tony, though, are, it's recreational in Michigan, is that correct? Like you you can buy it's legal. Yeah so, yeah, can buy, yeah, so like a liquor store that was deemed essential?
1: Yeah. Like liquor stores are good,
0: yeah. <clears throat> oh, I would have thought maybe the recreational side of it would have got shut down.
1: I didn't know that. I mean, I think it's... Well, There's, there's not. It, it hasn't even got to that point yet. It, it was legalized that passed the vote in 2018. They just finished the regulations at the end of last year. They started handing out the permits for the stores. Half the brick and mortar ones are built in Grand Rapids. There's two, I think, open down at Kalamazoo. Mm-hmm. But if you want to take a ride, you can get in your car. You can go buy pot right now. But you can't buy seeds or furniture at the stores.
0: Yeah, so like I don't, I haven't gone honestly. Like I've limited how often we go out just because we feel like it's the right thing to do. And I'm tied up at home anyways. I got so much shit I want to do at home. That's what I'm doing. But um, if I go out, dude, I buy other shit. You know what I mean? Like I'll go buy the essentials, and if if I want to get my fucking son some Legos to occupy him, like I I do that. You know I don't, but I don't loiter around stores. And I see where, okay, let's not loiter. But at the same time, man, we you know last time I checked, we were living in a free country and like people are really starting to restrict some of the shit. Like,
2: yeah, I mean, there's a difference of, uh, of getting stuff that you, you want or need and just hanging out in Walmart. Cause you're bored. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, like I went and bought stuff for barbecuing to Walmart last week and there was a lot of people there, but you know, people are just getting it going. I mean, if they're done, you know, that's what they want you to do. But it, but they kind of seem like they're, so like the Walmart, in our town, they like narrowed it. You can only go in one way and all the right. checkout lines right. are narrowed to one end. So it's almost like they're making you be close to people. <laughs> hurting of having, you.
0: Yeah, they do. Yeah, and, still, they have definitely herded everybody into like certain areas. And, and I well, from what I saw, that's an, uh, that's an unfortunate byproduct of trying to keep an accurate count because they're counting you as you walk in. So I, I right. get that part, but yeah, when it gets busy though, yeah, it's, it's frustrating. You're, you're well, I just
2: was frustrated because like the, you know, the, the self checkout lines, On the so one end they were open and on the far end they were closed. But to me, you're like you're limiting now. I have to be close to people because you know there's not Mm -hmm. more checkout lines to check myself out, you know. And I got my hand sanitizer in my pocket to clean my hands afterwards. (laughs) uh, So I'm just gonna
0: uh, part of the COVID thing though. Have you seen they're starting to talk about tracking everyone, like, like, literally, like, like, like digitally tracking people. And I know that worked in Korea. And like I get, I get like the science behind it, and I understand like how it makes sense. But in this country, I don't think that flies. I'm just going to assume you two agree with me there, right? Like
1: they can already do it.
0: They, there is a way to do it, but I don't. I mean, it's just like I, I kind of don't agree with it at all. Like I don't. No, I mean,
1: no. I, I think not it, at all. But all they got to do is put a ping on your cell phone if they want to know where you are and where you're going. They, everybody in America that's worth knowing where they're going has a fucking cell phone on them.
0: But I mean, so you're talking, Doug? You're talking people like they're gonna, they're gonna like pull they have to pull personal information out of your medical stuff though, to be like, okay, this person, you know, via his medical record was actually tested, but for COVID and we have an insurance number or whatever, like somehow they're going to find out you were tested because it's not like there's government officials like the Gestapo, like check off this person. So they're prying into your information to find this stuff out. And then they're going to try to track you. Like last time I checked, that's pretty not okay. That's like surveillance state.
2: What's even crazier is like, just think about when we were MPs and, and just, just to trying to find out somebody like medical history for a case or something in the HIPAA HIPAA HIPAA. Now now they're just gonna know all your stuff just because they want to know it. You know, right? It's kind of scary. Actually, you
0: couldn't even you couldn't even call medical on behalf of one of your Marines and like try to set something right. up. Like you you know what I mean? Like they'd freak out. Like fuck no, you can't. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm like the kids in Germany. I just, I'm trying to get them a dental. Oh, you can't do that. Like,
2: right. I mean, it, it was that bad when I was trying to do shit for my kids while getting out of the military, like, or get my wife's medical record, like before yeah. they left. And I, you know, oh, well, she has to get it because of HIPAA. I'm like, she's my wife. Like everything that's happened to her, I know about, you know, well, I better know about, you know,
0: <laughs> But I mean, you're so other countries like, so, so Korea did it. They did it digitally. Like, I think with some apps on their phone and it, it seemed to work for them. But again, they're, they're. They don't have nearly as many civil liberties as we do. Yeah, but now you're talking about there's like uh, some South American countries that are going to ankle bracelets, bro. Like, like talking we're talking like actual like prisoner type shit because they're not respecting um, what they're supposed to do. And I feel like the the majority of people in the states, like we've all done pretty well, man. I don't. I mean, I know there's some shitbirds out there, but when you're talking a population of 320 plus million people, we've done okay, I think.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, people are following the the rules or whatever i mean i don't know it is just one of those things i think that people are following it but i don't know how much longer everybody's gonna keep following it because it seems to be getting
1: that people are getting antsy
0: well i feel like the numbers haven't measured up to the fear you know the
1: yeah they like, haven't and they're publishing that they're not
0: right so the fear was huge in the beginning and, and we thought the numbers were gonna come just to come to find out you know the the models were off or whatever. And you know, that's human error, man. You, you can only make your assumptions based on what you know at the time, but I mean, it, it just didn't stack up. And now people are like, well, fuck. And not to mention like more than 80% of people aren't ever going to see the inside of the hospital, even if they get COVID. Right. So right.
1: And it, when, when you do get it, you have a 98.2% recovery rate. I mean, the numbers just, we always talk about the numbers. The numbers just don't add up for the damage that we've done. Some are irreversible. I mean, think of all the people, who aren't going to recover from this? The small businesses, yeah, the, the individuals who got laid off. I know so many people, and Mark, I, I, I've told you this that who've lost their job over this in the last few weeks. Not even really related, but as an excuse to it, you know, yeah, like everybody's using this as a fucking excuse to clean house.
0: <laughs> that I mean, yeah, I mean, there's definitely going to be businesses out there that do that, and and Tony, I know, like your business it seemed like in the beginning, they stepped up, said, Hey, we're going to lay you off. We're going to bring, we're going to lay you off with benefits. We'll bring you back when we can. And I'm not, I don't think every business out there can afford to do that, but also you're right. I think other times they're like, man, we got a crew of shippers. like, whoop, just get rid of them. And like, but I mean, at the same time, I've, I've been trying to say to people like, Hey, maybe just use this as an opportunity to sort of reinvent your situation, you know? But that's not as, that's easier said than done, but I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I mean, yeah, tons of people like, are just going to be upside down over this for sure.
1: Never let a crisis go to waste, like you said. Well,
0: that's <laughs> what they, that's what they keep saying. Look at Pelosi, ain't fucking. You know, she she ain't giving up on this shit. Yeah. 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 She's gonna go stack. To she's gonna stack whatever she can inside these dirty ass bills. Trying, you know, we'll print some money, and while we're at it, let's just fund all this ridiculous shit. Like, I, I just I don't get it, man. Our kids are going to be paying for this shit big time.
2: Uh, that's the, that's the one thing i don't understand is people think this money is free like i got i think my stimulus check hits tomorrow and yeah. like I, I told my wife this this, this isn't free money like we're, we're gonna pay this back i promise like it's not gonna be yeah. you know like if you remember back in oh wait when bush did this we paid that money back like, I remember, like, because we thought we, were, we expected more tax money, and our tax guy told us, no, you took the money in the summertime, and you had to basically, you didn't pay it, but they just took it back,
1: you know? It was like a, like, for your taxes. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, with that one, they played around more or less if you had a mortgage after or during that yeah, time.
2: Yeah, well, because well, that next, the following year, I bought a house, and I got $8,000 back yeah. in my taxes and that, that was free money because I had yeah. just purchased the house. Uh, I think that was 2010 and I bought, I got the eight grand of my taxes. Uh,
0: yeah, but I, yeah, I, just, I missed out on that. I did not get that when Uh, for Bush. Yeah, no, I don't, I, whenever my, uh,
1: that one was only like 800 bucks or something. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah It wasn't. 000, bucks, or, I, yeah. I think it was right. like, like 300,
2: uh, or 400 per adult and 200 per kid. It wasn't that it was only, I think I only got like 800 bucks or $600. It wasn't, it wasn't like a, I'm getting right this year. Right. Yeah. I still, the, the point being, I didn't like it, it was taken out of my following year taxes. Right.
1: And this one, I, I've done some research on it. That's not the case with this. There, there was a lot of, there's a lot of rumors out there that it's yeah. there. People were disguising it as a, uh, a tax refund, um, advance, advance. like that. I heard it referred to. It's, yeah it's not i mean you either got it or you didn't and then there's some people in the higher echelons of income that didn't get it who got a little bit less and it fucks with them but everything yeah. i've read there you're not going to get an invoice they are not going to hit your taxes next year you know
0: dude i don't want to sound ungrateful but what is 1200 bucks in today's world it's obviously going to do something but i mean like you're talking i mean you're talking people that's not even rent for a lot of people man
2: like you know what i mean oh like, yeah but I mean, you're getting more than that though, aren't you? I mean,
0: I'm, I yeah, got- yeah, 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 for sure. I'm just saying like, I, I got, I'm, I'm going to get the full allotment. I mean, right. most I'm on, you know, a lot of my income is disability, so that's not taxable through the government. So it looks right. like, you know, I, I make a lot less than I do, but um, yeah, it's, I'm just saying like, you know, how, how far does 1200 really go? You might, you might cover one bill, but we've been at this, what, over a month and a half now, right? You're, you're looking into the next month now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, again, I don't want to sound ungrateful. I think it's pretty incredible how fast the government was able to step up. But, um, now I'm starting to wonder like, and for me, like, for me, like, you know, I'm, I, I'm pretty secure in my paychecks. Like I didn't take any kind of hit, you know, because I have the, the government security. So, um, right. I mean, I don't know.
2: I mean, I'm in the same boat. I mean, that's what, that's what I've seen a lot of military guys complaining. I asked the question I asked, are you guys not getting paid? Because, if anybody, and these are like captains and majors and stuff, these weren't poor Lance Cobles, you know. Like these are people that are making good money, so they're like, "Oh no, no, we're still getting paid." I'm like, "So what's the big deal? Like, this isn't affecting you at all. It doesn't affect me because I still get my retirement check and my disability and everything else. But plus, I'm still working, so it don't matter, you know." I mean,
0: but Tony, Tony, you were saying you have guys that got laid off that might see 1,200 in a week, right? Depending on what what their shifts are looking like.
1: Oh yeah, some of my guys they were making shit upwards of. 11, 1200 bucks a week, certain weeks. I mean, they were working 70 to 80 hours a week, but
0: right. But still 1200 in a week, man. I mean, that puts you in a a living situation. That's that could you know, obviously people need to balance their own lifestyles and stuff, but twelve hundred yeah. a week, that's a lot, man.
1: Dude, it actually ended up screwing a few of my guys because they got in and and like with the divorces and that kind of stuff, going back to the courts for the kids. Yeah, obviously they ended up getting fucked.
0: <laughs> well, obviously, if you're working 80 hours a week, you're not spending much time at home, which could lead to that kind of thing, but you're making an astronomical amount of money and you don't know how long that money's gonna last. But yeah, when when you do any kind of child support or any of that stuff in that period. That's what they're gonna base that shit on. If that money goes away, you're screwed, dude. yep Over. I see that shit happen to a lot of people, man. I yeah. I, I have a lot of um, security guards that are employed by uh, some of my facilities, and and they're working these extra jobs for that reason because they were contractors or this, that, or the other. You know, their income was astronomical at the time, and it and then all that dried up. You know. So, yeah. yeah. It's it's crazy. I mean, again, uh, I think I think it's probably unprecedented how fast they stepped up and were able to get that package together, albeit dirty as fuck, but still, like. I don't know, man. I just wonder what the next step is, you know? Like
1: I don't know. The next step is to is to get this shit open and get people back to work and, and see where we're at. That's that nobody wants to talk. And they, they think they're gonna either flip the switch and everything's gonna be right there. No. Oh. So it's gonna take some time. There's gonna be some dips and some, some highs, some lows before we get I mean, a good indication now is as I'm sure you've been watching since we've been talking lately is the markets. The markets yeah. aren't really retreating at all anymore. We almost got back everything we lost.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it went over 24,000 or pretty close to it today, so it's 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 slowly coming back. I mean, yeah, it was like, up. once we open, I think we'll get back into that 30,000 like like uh like Trump had. I mean, obviously the the market it's no fault of anybody. I mean,
1: right. And know. the encouraging thing out of all of this, and, and there's some other stuff going on in my business that I told you about that I don't really need to talk about here, but um, <laughs> If, if, if we get out of this, what we should as a country, which is a swift kick in the ass as to, if you want to, if you want to quantify all these people bitching about what we didn't do, well, we didn't take care of ourselves. All of our stuff that mattered to this country and what we needed to run was farmed by the last three administrations out to another country. Mm -hmm. So if we get this real kick in the ass, America first, bring it home, make it here, manufacture it here. Could you imagine what our economy could look like in three or four years? Bringing yeah. All that manufacturing back, getting all that capacity back, being self-serving, having some world power again. You know what I mean? There's so much potential. It's, it's just got to, this politics shit needs to get the fuck out of the way. Yeah.
0: I mean, so I was talking with my my brother-in-law. He's in the markets and does the finance stuff. And he's like, man, commodities coming out of this are going to be huge because some of these businesses should come home you know
2: yeah for sure At
0: this point they have i think at this point they have to i think we're all obviously the pharmaceuticals and the the medicine and all that stuff um
2: well i mean isn't that one of the things like to be honest with you who would have known that china i didn't realize that i mean i would say majority of americans didn't realize that china ran all of our like our all of our advil and everything you know is all farmed in from china now people are like what like I think that did make a big impact because like I said, it was like 80 or 90% of our stuff was coming in from China. I I don't think many people realize that.
1: Right. And if it wasn't the, if it wasn't the whole drug and prescription ready form, it was something that was needed to make that drug or prescription.
0: Not just the drug. It's also the the ingredients basically. Right. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you know, the thing is like, but also, um, As Americans, man, like we have to step up and be willing to pay for what it takes to make things in America because it's not, you know, you're not going to get it as cheap. That's just a reality. That's how it's always been. Um, You know, so that's a hit every American is going to have to take to realize that's, you know, that's how we need to be living, I think.
1: And I don't you know what that's a That's a hit I would take.
0: Yeah, of course. I don't mind. Not
1: this socialism shit where we, where we, the government pays for everything and manufactures and owns it all. but kick a little more to your buddy who's making the shit in this country versus the Chinaman, you know what I mean? Or whoever's importing it.
0: I see a lot of, so I like, I I see a lot of prominent businessmen on social media influencers and all stuff. They own these businesses and, and they go to their buddy's business and they pay full price and they never ask for the hookups and they're always talking about supporting their friends. We need to do that nationally. I think like, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't, you don't go try to find car insurance through your friend because you can get it. Don't do that stuff. Like, you know, support their business first you know don't you know um i don't i don't i'm i'm beyond for me like looking for any kind of uh buddy hookup on anything you know it's like man no let's just fucking support what we can when we can you know let's throw some tips at people if we can afford it let's keep these guys you know working because the realization is like as a nation like we're hurt over this big time you know yeah. um,
2: like I got hear this. The oil guys, the oil guys, are been crushed.
0: Uh, How? What's so? I've seen the oil stuff in there, and I know Trump has been pushing hard on on getting OPEC to produce oil. But I I don't understand what's happening in America because we're we're producing so much of our own oil.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't. I can't really. I just know a lot of people in, in where I live at. They all go to Midland, Odessa, and they
1: work in the oil fields. And they, yeah. like, they all got laid off right now. It's because there's no demand. Stuff. Nobody's flying. Nobody's driving. Nobody's traveling. You know what I mean? There's, I, and and that's the, the. Uh,
2: it's good and it's bad because I don't mind paying a dollar thirty for my F one fifty to fill it up. You know, I, I, it's been probably twenty some years since I've seen stuff like
1: that. So
0: we're yep. seeing historically low gas prices. Tony, I think. Did you get a dollar nine the other day?
1: Uh the lowest I got so far was I think a dollar. 10 or 13 no it was a dollar nine yeah when i sent you guys the pictures dude wow. that, that
0: is historically low that's where you can roll up to the to the pump and be like give me 10 and it actually makes sense to just get 10 bucks like right because you're gonna get a healthy amount of fuel it's crazy
2: that's what i told my son in like 99 or 2000 i drove my, my stepdad's volkswagen Golf and or rabbit It's volkswagen rabbit and it, That's when diesel was cheaper than unleaded gas. You can get diesel for 99 cents and it was cheaper than actual unleaded gas. It's just nuts to think. Like literally I could fill that Volkswagen rabbit up for like six bucks and I was good. Like it was crazy. Like now, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I filled up my truck the other day and it was nice to see, but, um, I don't know what diesel used to be like, but the the prices I'm seeing for diesel right now at like Sam's Club are lowest I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, I mean it, it's it's low now, but it, I mean it wasn't like back in the day. Back in the day, diesel was way more cheap, or way cheaper than actual unleaded. Yeah. It, it was crazy. Like I remember seeing it for like seventy nine cents and stuff.
0: I feel like we're kind of asked backwards like that. At least from where I've like my travels, when I go overseas, like diesel is the more popular commodity. Yeah, where regular regular petrol if you will it seems to like in japan and all this shit like right. uh, well, i guess in japan maybe not so much but like when we were in the philippines like almost every single vehicle is diesel there's almost nothing
2: yeah. it's like that in europe too it's because europe of, is all like, right they're paying in liters or they're, they're, everything is in liters so they have to get more bang for their buck right
1: yeah but well, that's that's another thing with the fuel prices not to get political on it but when's the last time anybody really bitched about fuel
0: yeah, well, uh, politics matters, and when it comes to fuel, right? Like they can really fuck. Up. Yeah,
1: they, like Obama. Ninety percent of his term was four dollars or above a gallon, dude. It was fucking highway robbery. dollars four thirty, four fifty a gallon.
0: Where Where were you at at that time? In New York or in Michigan? Yeah, or in New York. Yeah. yeah, New York was always insane. Cali was crazy. Dog, I think during that time, you and I were basically we were in Missouri. We were still seeing in the two fifty two to, to yeah. right under three dollars, probably right, right
1: around. $3? Yeah, right about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Obama hung around that high three, low four. Yeah, right. Trump, I haven't, I've never once thought about gas prices when Trump's been president. To be completely it's honest,
0: never, with you. it's actually never been a th- uh, even a thought for me. Just that's right. because
2: anything under three dollars, you're just like, "Hey, this is pretty, this is okay." And if it gets yeah. down to like
1: two thirty or two twenty five, you're like, "All right, yeah." I, right now, you almost feel like I know you're happy, but you almost feel guilty. Like, fuck, I gotta. I need more gas cans. I want to get as many as I can
0: right now. Dude, my wife actually said that. She's like, should we be getting gas cans? I don't
1: think I even thought about buying a 2,000-gallon like, well, tank. Well,
0: it's not a horrible idea, but, like, you can only use so much of it when you're not fucking doing anything. You know what I mean? Like, um, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It's like, man, the, the, the cost of gas right now is like, fuck it, dude. I want to go coast to coast. Let's go. Yeah. Right? At the same time, like, you, you kind of what? What are you gonna do?
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, sorry, folks. America's closed.
0: <laughs> a window, a window tour of the country would be nice, but I'd, I'd like to stop and like see some stuff. uh I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. It's been an interesting, interesting dynamic. But I, I, it's not just the COVID stuff. I know the shit in the Middle East has been weird. Like OPEC and some of these countries. Like it's crazy to me. Like when they can bid war with Russia and all, you know, all these oil producers. Like I think it underscores our energy independence is super important. That's why I don't understand like our own home oil industry is hurting. And I, I don't really understand why, but maybe something I need to look into
1: more. It's, yeah. it's just the demand thing for right now. Dude. I mean, that's I, it. He bought all that. He bought all that oil from overseas when they dropped their pants on it, filled our reserves. So they're not drilling as much. It's just, it's a supply and demand thing. It's, it's yeah. no different than anything else. It's on a low right now. Yeah. Hopefully that now, now now commodities gold that kind of stuff is, is what's hot to secure that loans and that money. Yeah, going forward when this releases and people start spending again, that'll that'll go right back up.
0: Crazy. I th- yeah. My buddy Robbie's. Uh, it's that's interesting though, Doug. You said people are getting laid off and shit because my you know Robbie he. Uh, I think he he's looking at uh, maybe getting a, a new job. At a refinery, I don't know if it's a next step up. Like he's not in the fields; so he'll be at maybe at a refinery. I can't remember what he said, but no. you know, there's definitely some stuff. You know, if so, if we have a lot of stuff in reserve, there's going to be people somewhere in the chain working. You know, it's like where where are you? Yeah. If you're not pulling it out of a field, maybe you're maybe you're working harder at a refinery at the moment. I don't know. I mean, I don't. It just know.
2: depends, I guess. I mean, it, it, it would fall into that what's what's essential, what's not kind of thing. I think because I know, like right by my house, like literally probably 50 yards off my property, which sucks because if it was 50 yards on my property, I would have got paid for it, but they're putting an oil line
0: yeah.
2: next to my house. Right? And those guys are still working, putting this damn pipeline in and shit. So, I mean, it just depends, but I know a lot of the customers that, that uh, we have for my work, a lot of them are getting laid off and they're all the oil field guys in Odessa and Midland. Cause that's all there is out there is just all oil, but they're like the oil field guys. They're like the drillers and stuff like yeah. that. So
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's an industry that hasn't been affected somehow. I mean, I'm pretty sure this has literally touched everything. I mean, I don't know how, how it couldn't have, you
1: know? Yeah, no doubt.
0: What, Tony, are, are you, are you taught, is your business like talking about reopening yet? Like, is that even a conversation people are having? Like what, what's the outlook on some of that stuff?
1: <laughs> Wait, we got some other matters ahead of us now. They just filed Chapter Eleven on Sunday, so. But that it, it, it's all good. It's a restructuring. Uh, that's what I've been doing the last couple of days. Actually talking with people, but. Okay. Yeah, one, once the we're, we're only waiting for this order to be lifted. Once we the the stay home order from Michigan, because we're non essential, is lifted, we're ready to go back. I actually got a couple of conference calls scheduled early next week to start planning it, but. Huh. We're ready, man. It's just all of our customers are either automotive or RV or recreational based and they're just not running right now. So we'd just be making parts just to run.
0: I think it's going to roll. It's, you know, just like the the COVID kind of rolled across the country, it's going to roll back open, you know? Yeah. I don't see, you know, uh, I don't know. It kind of leads me to my next point, though. It's kind of been funny. Have you seen? Like, I think Trump is actually kind of wrong on where his authority lies, <laughs> like with how he's
1: hundred percent wrong, but he's still just fuck like you at the end,
0: <laughs> like riding it. Though I don't know if you've been paying attention to it. Like, he's trying to tell the governors basically, like, pound it, like this is totally my decision, and I don't yeah. think that's the case at all.
1: Like, no, and everybody is politely trying to tell him that too. Even Fox News, Judge Napolitano, Brett Bayer, all well, the president's wrong. Fuck you, no. I tell you when we open. <laughs> and now he's he's sort
0: of rolled back. He's like, I'm gonna do this in concert or in consultation with the governors. Like, no, you're not. The governor's are gonna But I, I worry they... I worry about it though. Go ahead, Doug.
2: I, I agree with you. He he doesn't have that authority. But the shitty part is is when these governors fuck up, he's the one that takes the fucking shit right in the ass, you know? He's yeah. the one that yeah. takes the brunt and it's all his fault. I mean, I've argued with even my argue with my dad about this, like so let me get this straight. Mike DeWine is doing a great job and he's doing great things in Ohio. But New York City's Trump's fault. It's not Cuomo's fault. It's Trump's fault or de Blasio's fault. It's not there. You know what I mean? So that's where I don't, yeah. I just struggle with Trump. He shouldn't get, I mean, it's kind of like I look at it like this. And I was explaining this to people that aren't really familiar with the military. Like, so if you get the general's intent, like the commandant's intent or whatever CG you work for, he's not talking to the Lance corporal, you know, directly, you know, and I look at it like that. Like the president is the overarching authority, but it's the governors and the mayors and it's got to get to that smaller level. He can't, what's good for me in Abilene isn't good for you in Utah. It's not good for you in Michigan or New York, you know, like it's gotta be at those local levels, making those decisions.
0: Well, that's what I mean. That's one of the biggest things I've been trying to tell people is, is emergency management starts locally and works its way up.
2: Absolutely.
0: Uh, I mean, it's not a, um, a lot of people just seem to think like they, they go back to like the Katrina where they tried to paint like the federal government as this big, ugly monster. And, and in a lot of ways, there was some things that were not correct, like with the Stafford act and some of this other stuff. Um, and and all that's been revised now. And and the general sentiment over the last 10 years is local, 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 local. So if you're going to talk about lack of preparedness, that's a local issue. If you're going to talk about lack of funding, that's a local issue. Like, these things are—it's their problem first, and then they have to make the proper request. And we're in an unprecedented um, time right now, where ev- like no president has ever had a declaration of disaster in every single state and territory, which we currently have.
2: Right, I mean. and, and, and 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 it's like I said, he 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 can say the federal government does this, and they're going to support each you know state or whatever. But it's it's just impossible for him to you know to pick out. You know, a little Troy, Ohio, and know what's best for those people there. You know, what
0: I mean, I, I mean, it, people are pointing fingers in the way wrong directions. You know? Yeah, absolutely, um, It's ridiculous. And like, I use the example with Cuomo. Like, he was for a time, he was actually doing a pretty decent job. I think he's, I think he's lost most people at this point. But um, like in t- 2015 or 16, he had the opportunity to buy a bunch of ventilators and he didn't. He he put the money somewhere else in the state, which is common for for guys. They they don't see the point in making the investment in ventilators. Oh, because you know, pandemic, the odds of a pandemic happening are pretty low. Right. right. I tell people it's like car insurance, man. You get car insurance uh, one, people make it legal, but or, you know, you have to, but also it's on the off chance that you're going to have to save yourself a shitload of money later on. No one wants to rebuild their $50,000 truck out of their own pocket. They just want to pay that debt, right. whatever that, uh, what are those things? Conductible. That's important. <laughs> um, like elected people don't want to do that shit. You know what I mean? Um, they don't want to save themselves the money and it's frustrating, man. Cause like, you know, I was in the emergency management world as a planner, like, Hey, we need to try to mitigate all these things before it happens. Let's spend the money up front. It saves you a ton of money down the road. Uh, and now, now we have no one producing cars. They're trying to build ventilators. You know, it's like, okay.
2: Uh, but I mean, it, you, you know, it's just like the military. Everything's reactionary. They, very little being prepared yes you know but they now they have to react to it it's just like the military i mean we we react to everything you know
0: i think we'll get a a period of time where people are willing to invest some money in preparedness (laughs) and we'll get some national stockpiles that are pretty robust and healthy and the next administration will inherit that but uh, after a while they'll stop you know you know that's just how it goes it's
2: it's annoying let our guard down
0: yeah we always do everyone does it's yeah. It's an, it's. I think it's sort of human nature, unfortunately. But we're we're paying for that right now. I feel like.
1: Yeah, that whole argument pisses me off. The, the what if, what if? Well, we didn't prepare for this. We didn't. Nobody fucking saw this coming. Right. If you just said any, if you just said a thousand people down in a room six months ago and told them, hey, next next year we're gonna shut the entire fucking country down. Everybody's gonna be locked in their houses. You're not gonna be able to go out and buy anything. Yeah. And then the government's going to send you $3,000 when you sit in your house. If well, you get the fuck out of here, what are you
0: smoking? You know what yeah, I mean? Most people would, most people would never would have said like, yeah, I, I can anticipate a national lockdown over a pandemic. Most people would never say that, but to suggest they'd never said anything about a pandemic is totally inaccurate. We've been talking about pandemics, you know, forever.
1: Right. But not to this scale. Not yeah, to this no, degree. I
0: mean, yeah, this is a, this is definitely a failure to imagine of like how bad it could get. And, uh, and again, the models that we based all the decisions off of, it's only as good as your assumptions. And, you know, and obviously people probably didn't anticipate Americans actually staying the fuck home. Cause a lot of, you know, we basically have voluntarily uh, sec- secluded ourselves because none of, none of these stay at home orders uh, for the most part are really, they're not even like a tangible thing. Like, Um, right to the individual
1: but you gotta think that that that's how the government got us they shut down the fucking businesses
0: right but there there are very few places that are actually cutting tickets for like what you're doing like but i I don't know the gestapo state in california is obviously they got fucking they're doing i posted a good one they're doing the reich thing where they're encouraging you to fucking rat out your neighbors and shit like that's not that's not a good that's not a good place to be um But like, like here in Utah, man, like, yeah, I can, I can go to the store. I can buy what I need and no one's going to give me a ticket for like, you know, being out of my house where in California, (laughs) it's not the case, but you also have block parties where people are getting shot. So, I mean, it's kind of one, it's a double-edged sword, man. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's common sense though. I mean, like, like I said, you go to the store, you get what you need, but you're not hanging out, you know, like I've hung out with like, uh, like on Easter, I hung out with Hardy's, you know, family and stuff like, it, it was 10 of us, you know what I mean? But uh, it, we were out hunting for Easter eggs and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't anything crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. You know I mean? I think it's just, and people, like you said, the big block parties and stupid stuff like that. Like it's ridiculous. You know I mean? Like I just read out here in Abilene, though, they shut down the gentleman's club, right? <laughs> but now the, the gentleman's club is now starting to sell toilet paper, hand sanitizer, and, uh, Mask and stuff. <laughs> that's just American. That's American ingenuity,
0: right there. If you can't sell one thing, you're going to sell the next hottest thing, right? Adapt,
2: overcome, right? Right. Like, I, I'm going to tell my wife, "Hey, I got to go to the Gentleman's club. I'm going to go pick up some
1: hand sanitizer." <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> that's kind of, that's funny. That's kind of funny. Uh, that they could adjust like that. Um,
1: side you're note: All a Charman and a lap dance, please.
0: <laughs> side note: I saw that the 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 crime is like at a historic low in chicago right now just you know just gonna throw that out there go figure Uh, yeah let's let's lock everybody up and you know hong kong is no longer protesting right i mean that's what we saw uh, a while ago i think that's gonna ring true in a lot of cities this year where we'll have a serious reduction in some of the numbers of all the other bad shit that kills us because we're hiding from this uh big bad virus that um really only takes out people that are already vulnerable to every fucking thing else you know
1: yeah, and now you gotta think of the see there's there's little bits and, and pieces that it's it's gonna be on this shit for years, dude. What about all the newborns and, and kids and all that now that are gonna be doused and sanitizer and Lysol and all that the rest of their lives, mm-hmm. and then develop this autoimmune deficiency later on when they can't defend against a fucking anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Goes back to the old George Carlin skit. You know what I mean? We never got sick, we swam in raw fucking sewage. Doug
0: Doug knows what you're talking about. He's, he's into all that. I love it, dude. Dude. I I was telling my kids, like you guys are going to be fucking like talking to your grandkids about like, like this is them walking to school uphill both ways in the snow, barefoot kind of story. (laughs) I mean like, Oh, my fucking 12th, you know, whatever grade year, I was totally isolated. We had to learn on computers and that, you know, that's how we, that was the first time anyone ever did that nationally. And they'll have all kinds
2: of cool stories to tell. I mean, (laughs) my son, other than the school part of it, he's a social distancing champ. Like, he just – he's been hiding out in his room playing that stupid one of his uh, Rainbow Six Seeds. He's been playing that game about five years now, and that's all he does. So, it this has no zero effect on him other than he can't lift for football. That's the only thing he cares about. Other than that, it not affected my son at all. My daughter, its affected her a little bit, but yeah. my son is is, is good.
0: I mean, that's, I think that's probably the case for a lot of people. Like I don't, I don't, um I, I don't, I don't have a ton of friends in Utah. Like I'm pretty much at home with my family anyways, you know, yeah. outside of like when I'm at my job. So for us, it's kind of, I mean, it's been normal. pretty, yeah. And like, you know, who, who do I connect with? I connect with talking heads on screens, you know, like that, <laughs> this, this is normal for me. Like um, this is how I, how I do my connections anyway. So uh, yeah, man, it's—I it, don't know. I mean, it's definitely going to be a story to tell because I—I—I've—I've I've been talking about pandemics for a long time, but I'd certainly never thought we would quarantine a whole shitload of healthy people. You know,
1: um, I'm loving it, though, man. I'll tell you what—I I, at first I was—I was against it. I mean, obviously, I'm still against the conspiracy and all that shit, but I still don't believe all of it. But I, I'll, I'll tell you what—the past few weeks, this time with my family and by myself and and with my house, you know, just. The first couple of days was rough because you just sit around sulking about not being able to do nothing. But, but then, like, every morning I wake up, I'm ready to do something, you know what I mean? And yeah, you I'm finding built, a whole new appreciation for my wife and my kids and what I got. And I, I don't know.
0: You built, like, maybe one of the sexiest chicken coops I think I've ever seen. So, <laughs> obviously... Obviously, like if you're crushing the projects, man, that's the way to go. What's up, dog? What do you got? I,
2: I need. I might. I might need to hit you guys up in the future because that's that's one of my projects I got in the works. I need to do is a chicken coop,
0: dude. So I I restructured some of my stuff, but Tony like went fucking nuts, man. And like he made a he made a pretty healthy investment and built like a for real chick. Like, you know, I don't think it's overly complicated, but you definitely put the investment into the.
2: You know, it's you, overdone, you put,
0: a, it you put an actual fucking window in the motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know. Yeah, he did good. I mean
2: I'll have to take some pictures of some structure stuff that I already have on my property. Dude, you can convert anything, man. For and sure. And like oh, yeah. I've already I've already got this stuff. I'll send you some pictures, Coon, and I'll let you know. Hey, give me your honest opinion on this because I think what I got, I can do it, but I just need somebody who knows. Oh
0: man, you can yeah, you can restructure anything. Tony Tony didn't he went from scratch and yeah, look at that fucking thing, man. Look at how sexy. <laughs> I mean that's that's twice what I have, and mine is pretty healthy, you know. Wow. He so if you saw how he pitched his roof up, I I did a, a smaller version of that for mine because dude, my chickens are in their party and their asses off, man. Like knocking their lights down and shit. I had to like right. build up the roof and tuck it up into the roof so they'll stop fucking with them.
1: And I was I was a little uh, weary about going that tall because I mean, dude, it's it's six foot tall from the yeah, from the yeah, middle to the tall, but healthy. Yeah, they're already flying at to the top of their brooder, and the brooder is four foot tall. Yeah, I woke up in the morning, dude. There's six of them perched on the outside of that fucking thing every morning now.
0: Yeah, no, though. Like you'd be surprised what they're capable of doing. Um, with your run, though, you won't you won't have like I don't clip my birds. They don't they don't fly off their food. But like Doug, in in an area where you have like five acres, like you might want to learn how to clip your birds so they don't fly away. Because um, yeah. you you'll have an opportunity to
2: really free range them a little bit if you want. Do you guys? You guys have like coyotes and things like that that you have to worry about. I I
0: personally haven't seen anywhere. I I know they're in the hills behind me, but they haven't mm-hmm. come down into our neighborhoods yet.
1: But, I've you know, seen foxes. Have, I've never seen coyotes. Yeah. I, so I got coyotes. I got skunks. Have, I got you'll, you'll have. Boom, I got all that stuff to worry about.
0: You'll have some protection issues for sure. Um, but it's nothing. You know, it's nothing you can't overcome.
1: If he's got five acres and enough room, though, he might be able to get a rooster.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, uh, he,
1: he, I, I, I mean.
2: Like I said, I'll send you a picture of what I got in the yeah. schematic because I got a big fenced-in yard next. I got a 1,500-square-foot barn that they had already built a structure for, like, their dogs and stuff. Yeah. So I have all the stuff that I think I can get it started. I just want somebody's opinion. Yeah, Because sure. I'm going to get some chickens. And out here, have you guys ever seen guineas or heard of guineas?
0: Yeah, yep. so guineas. Guinea hens are better because they don't scratch and fuck your land up.
2: Yeah, so a lot of people have guineas. So I'm going to get some guineas, too, out here. I
0: think they're,
1: they're fucking eight. weird looking though, man. I don't guineas, like
0: it. Guinea's eggs are a little smaller, but they're like yeah. a laying hen isn't going to taste good when she stops laying. You'll have to like, you you have to like steamer and like do a lot to get the meat tender. But a Guinea, even after they're done laying, I guess they stay pretty
2: tender. So it's well, they also, too. they said the guineas are, cause we got a lot of snakes out here too. And I said the guineas are good for snakes and shit. So that's what
0: I'm sure. Yeah, dude, <laughs> dude, chickens or any, any like bird that's, traditionally cooped probably minus ducks are uh, are pretty fucking savage man like there's videos on youtube you should look when a mouse comes into their little territory they'll fuck <laughs> those little shits up dude they're savage bro i'm telling you tony look that shit up dude i got a mouse running around my coop right now, and i'm yeah? hoping i get to see my birds get after that fucker <laughs> they're sure. savage man you wouldn't think a chicken's violent like that dude but they're not they're not nice what breeds do you got i don't even know dude I, the one big one is the one with the f- boots on the fur and shit like she's got her fur on her little feet <laughs> The fur. <laughs> yeah she's one of those big giant fuckers man uh a brahma or something. i don't know man i got two oh, you told me the, you
1: told me that with a feather-footed bantam or something what right
0: the fuck ever i don't fucking know <laughs> they're, they're huge she can get big and then i have like uh i have like two easter eggers they, they lay like teal eggs um yeah you know so they're cool and they're they're all laying good man just you gotta just you gotta run through kind of the the roster <laughs> I have a Rhode Island Red. She's a pretty prolific,
1: layer. Well, we, yeah, we got three of those.
0: Yeah, so they're they're hardy. They're they're good birds for especially where you're at. They'll do
1: well in the winter. I've been reading up on the on the breeds I got, and and everything I got is supposed to lay between two and 230 eggs a year. Yeah, yeah, and they're all pretty good.
0: Like all my all my birds are malting right now, so they haven't laid eggs in probably a week and a half. So I mean, it's going to be a while before
1: mm-hmm. I see
0: anything. But. Yeah, Doug, just shoot us some pictures, man. We'll 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 figure it out. I bet you can convert that shit, no problem.
2: Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I got a pretty good idea of what I want to do, but I just want to make sure I don't do anything stupid and waste
1: my time.
0: Yeah, I mean it's pretty hard to fuck up chickens, bro. Just to be honest, like they they if you give them a space, they'll take care of themselves. But
1: yeah, yeah, just don't just don't let your wife design the coop. That's what fucked me. Uh, she yeah. don't care about that. I got I told me, that's no, you did,
0: Tony, you did it right though, because you got to look out there. You don't, it can, it, trust me, it can become an eyesore if you don't, if you don't do it right, you know? Yeah. I'll never, you know, that that's at least a, a decent thing. You know, it's a nice thing to look at.
1: Well, I'm, I'm happy with it, man. I'm pumped. I mean, I think I'm more excited than anyone in the family about them. I, it's I love amazing. spending time in the yard, dude. I love being outside. So they have 10 little buddies following me around that I can stare at, you know,
0: it's kind of an accomplishment, man. Like to build yeah. a picture and like house animals that are going to nourish your family. Like, Doug, it's like hunting, man, you know, you know what yeah. I like to go out and, and hunt an animal and be able to bring it back and feed your family. Like when uh, you're housing chickens, it's it's in a small way, kind of the same thing.
2: And that's what I want. I want to be like Hardy's mom. She has guineas and chickens and we always go there and she's got tons of eggs that she always gives us. So I just want that one other thing that yeah. one less thing I have to worry about getting, you know, because for whatever reason, in, in, in a time of crisis, everybody wants to go buy eggs, you know, so I just want to make sure I can have my own.
0: I'm I'm running, I'm running on, on low here. Uh, we had given a couple away, not realizing that my birds were going to stop. So I, don't know. I refuse to <laughs> buy eggs from a store though. They don't taste the same. Right.
1: Near the end of your life though, aren't you? You're, did you say you're four or five years in this flock?
0: No, I have two, two of them. Yeah. Are pretty old. The rest of them oh. are babies. They just got to, they got to, they just barely started laying this year. They got to molt their feathers and so they'll start, they'll be gangbusters after this malt, man. Once they shed, they'll be laying like crazy. I'm gonna no, dude you can't find a baby chicken in Utah right now. Everybody bought them up. Yep. There's gonna be chickens for sale like crazy. People are gonna oh fuck, I gotta get me some chickens, and they think they're just gonna lay next week. Uh-uh. You gotta it takes six months minimum before these bitches start popping eggs, man. It takes them a little wow. while. And once that happens, they just start going off. So yep. people have the wrong idea, man. You can't just go get a chick and expect it to start shitting eggs all of a sudden. Like it don't it just doesn't work that way. <laughs> it's an investment, it's an upfront investment, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. It's fun, though, man. I've been starting to get into all the details now, like researching what's best to put in their run and food and, uh, and was and it, dusting them and all that shit.
0: Very basically, it's just good food, good, clean food, clean water and, and make sure they have enough daylight over the time. And you got to extend it with a light inside the coop and then they'll, they'll lay for you. No problem. You know, hmm. but, yeah. Uh, speaking of like baby and everything and like tending to it. What do you think about uh, people tending to Joe Biden? Uh, who? <laughs> I love the eye rolls. I mean, I, that was a weak transition there. I'm just saying, like, people have been babying this motherfucker along, and now that he's in his basement, he sucks. And but he pulled a big endorsement through Obama, so I'm curious where you guys are at on on Biden.
1: I, I saw uh, I saw one meme about it so far, and it was him and Obama on the couch or whatever, and Obama's looking at him, and goes, "I'm going to endorse you, Joe," and he goes, "For what?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I sort of feel like maybe that's, it's almost accurate, dude. Like I almost, feel, I, I said it before. I feel bad for the guy because I think, um, I think something very clearly is going on with him, like whether he actually has a, a medical problem or not, uh, or he's just so overwhelmed and stressed. Like, I think, I think someone should have like intervened and been like, Hey man, like this is actually going to cause damage to your health. You know, like I don't agree with what they're doing to him. Just to be honest. Just think
1: of all the weekend at Bernie's memes to come. It's just, it's going to be fucking great.
0: <laughs> he pulled, I mean, he pulled the Obama endorsement and it looked pretty soft to me. It looked pretty weak. I don't know if you guys watched well, it.
2: That's, I mean, you know, uh, Trump just called Obama out for it. For the it. day So you knew it was going to come here here pretty recent or pretty soon because Trump was talking smack about what's wrong with Biden if an Obama hadn't uh, endorsed him yet, you know? And so you knew it was going to come sooner or later.
1: Pretty sad he had to wait till he was the only one to endorse. (laughs) Right.
0: I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't think in this world, Biden can beat him. I don't don't
1: care. What? what,
0: No. I just don't. Trump has polarized so many people. And then there are so many people that are so fucking pissed about the Bernie Sanders thing. I don't, I'm not saying those guys are going to vote for Trump. I think they just stay home. I don't think they even participate. So what
2: I think is, what I think is crazy is like the one person and I didn't agree with some of her stuff because she was anti-guns and she was crazy on some things. However, the one person that could have gave Trump a run for his money was Tulsi Gabbard, and totally agree. And, and the DNC had nothing to do with her. They did, I mean, it was nothing. And she could have act, and she was the one I was worried about because she, yeah. I think she could have actually beat him. But
0: I was scared of Tulsi Bernie as a team, to be honest. Like I thought if those two teamed up because she had endorsed him in 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 what twenty sixteen, and that's what started the whole Hillary thing. I was scared that they could team up. I thought they'd be dangerous, um, but you're right. There's a lot. There's a lot about Tulsi that uh, guys like us, veterans, you know, could get. We could find some common ground with her for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but we never. No one ever even gave her a chance to get vetted any deeper than the superficial stuff you see when they're just running a platform. You know. All right. I would just say there's a reason why Joe Biden. It took him three fucking times before he finally became. Uh, even a viable candidate you know and it's really I think he's just riding the wave of Obama still people aren't voting well, so for Biden they're voting for Obama a third. That's
2: what he, I mean he everything he said was me and Barack and Barack yeah. and uh, he he threw that name out there more than
1: anything I mean that's I was going to ask when did he become a viable candidate i, I, I he's that dude ain't got a fucking prayer well,
0: you know I'm just talking the numbers like you know I don't, I'm not saying he's in no world right now is this guy viable he's <laughs> I don't think he doesn't – he legitimately doesn't know where he is most of the time. That's the scary part. And right. the thing is, like, I could see where when you're out, camp, like, campaigning and you're out on the road and, like, you know, I could see where some of that confusion could come in. Like, that happens to, like, rock stars and all that stuff. You're exhausted, you're tired, like, whatever. You, you were in one state in the morning, you're in another in the afternoon. This guy can't even keep his shit together in his own fucking basement. You know what right. I mean? So, right. obviously, something is seriously wrong. And, like, if Joe Biden becomes president, you're basically you – got Jill Biden. Jill Biden's going to run the country, and then whoever his number two is. And it's, it's looking like – he said it's going to be a woman. So I would think the most viable would be, like, Klobuchar out of Minnesota or maybe Kamala Harris. I don't know who will go for, but um.
1: – If he wins the White House, the only thing I'd be scared of is, is Congress. That's it. He, he's so fucking dilapidated, he won't know where he is, what he's doing, who he's talking to, what's going on. But – if they pull their shit together and get the Senate back and keep the house, yeah. then the Senate's going to run the country, not the president. That's what they're banking on at this point. They don't give a fuck about Biden. They want to get the Senate back and get the rulemaking back and get their power. And, and Joe can stay over here he and collect his, his little, whatever, he get his title. You got you won. <laughs> Congratulations. Now Chucky and, and, and shit bird are going to run the country.
2: Yeah. Huh. Uh, that's, I mean, I agree with that. And I think too, like, I'm I'm more nervous. I I just want him to announce who his VP is going to be. Yeah. Cuz I want to see who that next president's going to be because he's not going to make it through. You know, and I'm praying it's not Hil- Hillary cuz that's <laughs> in my no, head I keep thinking no. they they're going to try to pull fast one like that. And I hope
1: they don't.
0: Ooh, that'd, no, that'd be a pretty nasty switcheroo there if they pull right. Hillary into the fight right at the end.
1: Didn't he say last week it's it's going to be a black female?
0: I think he's hinted at Kamala because they had they you know they were running against each other but they they are definitely friendly. I mean I I, I legitimately yeah. feel like it's her. I don't think she can fundraise enough. And I I don't I think it's weird like why would you um why would you pull for like a failed presidential candidate to become a VP? I think they're damaged goods at that point in my opinion. Yeah, but it's PC.
1: They don't give a fuck about the government, dude. They're it's a popularity contest. It's all it is. Yeah. They have and no issues to run on. They have no promises to make. There's nothing they can do of any substance. It's a popularity contest. They got to get the pot. They got to get the pop machine in every classroom. That's all they got to do. And they're yeah. going to
2: win. Pandering to certain demographics to get the votes. That's, that's what it is. That's
0: it. See, and that, that's what I liked about Tulsi, though. I don't think Tulsi would have done stuff like that. And she's pushed back hard on her own party. And, and obviously, that's sort of unfashionable right now as a Democrat. Right.
2: Well, that's that's why it's good that they didn't prop her up. Cause she could have won. <laughs> like, you know, I think she, yeah, I,
0: I think she could have been just as vicious on a real platform as Trump can be.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh,
0: I, I feel bad for Joe Biden. I'm not lying. Like Trump, Trump is a nasty man and like, and like he's cutthroat and he's going to fucking eat Biden alive. Yeah. Uh, and,
2: and, and I agree with you. It, it isn't, it's, it's sad and it's embarrassing that this is what they have this is what's representing the democratic party. Like this is what the best you got. And that's pretty bad. Like don't even really give you much of an option. Yeah. Accurate.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, so Bernie's not out of the fight though. Cause just remember his, his language matters. He's not totally out of the fight and he's definitely going to be able to drive some of the platform. But what do you think about them saying like, Oh, what about a Cuomo or what about a Mark Cuban's now kind of saying, Hey, maybe I could throw my name in. Like, do you think that's a thing they could do now? No, yeah, no, so there, no. There's, legally they there's there's one little small way like a third-party guy or like they, one of these guys might come in as like an independent or a third-party guy, um, like Cuban. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I mean, people are I safe. don't think
1: they can this late. I think you've had to be declared by at least – I was, know oh, oh, after Ohio you could still – or not Ohio, Iowa. But I think by New Hampshire or South Carolina, you had to be a declared candidate. So in order I saw it inter- eligible.
0: I saw an interview with Cuban. There's, there's like one. He would, I think, he would have to come in as a, a third party guy. But there is like one last chance he could do it. And he said, "I haven't ruled it out. I'm just tossing it around." Cuban's not a dumb person. He could go toe to toe with Trump for sure. Um, I'm not saying I, I, he would win, but I'm just saying like he could actually probably p- put in a decent fight. Stick. I think.
2: I think just like Cuomo. I think most people are looking at the next election to do anything because that's like. Wide open, anybody can win that one, but Trump's got the upper hand on this go around i don't I don't know if anybody wants to go up against him just to lose.
0: I just I, like I said, but you're sacrificing you know like love him or hate him or care about their platform. This man was a vice president of this country, you know, and like you're sacrificing this man and his legacy, and i i just, I, think it's, I think what they're doing to him honestly like i don't I don't know if I really care totally, but it's sad it, it is sad that they'll just eat their own that way.
2: But the, but I think too though the man's got a lot of baggage. Look at his kids, He's, and that sh- that whole shenanigans. But also too, all this uh, sexual assault and all this stuff that's coming out now. Like this is like, and it's, and it's not just, just his kids, downplayed.
1: man. It's not just but his that, kids. Have you seen the shit his brothers yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His whole family's involved. All and, of them,
2: and, and his brothers and all that. But now the the Me Too stuff coming out, but they're protecting him. It's it's just like crazy. Like Kavanaugh. The first person said that when that lady came out said he sexually assaulted me, boom, he was guilty. And now with Biden, they're there they're like, Well, oh, we gotta forget the facts and they're like they're they're sugarcoating this stuff and it's just ridiculous. Like they're they're kinda of baking this guy, but I saw I something somebody,
0: somebody said the Me Too movement has to be bipartisan, <laughs> and currently it's not. And
2: <laughs> Absolutely
0: not, hundred percent, dude. That the media, the media owns the media. Totally is le- like the mass majority of the media is totally left leaning. I don't think any any logical person in this country can deny that. I just, I don't think you can. I literally well, think there's like Fox on the right and everybody else on the left. Period. I don't, I don't know that there's any unbiased uh, media whatsoever. I just don't think.
2: It but is. you, I don't know. Mark, you talked about uh, like my dad and a whole bunch of lefties that I'm friends with on Facebook. They would tell you that Fox News lies, and the other ones don't. So, <laughs> they all lie. Yeah, <laughs> they all do. That's a fact. They all they, they all slant to their narrative. That's a fact. You know, like, right? But I don't. I don't deny that. I know Fox News slants to their side. But the other well, people, they've, they've admitted
0: it as as much as admitted it. They said, "Hey, we're going to be a right leaning or conservative." Counter to all this other stuff, I don't think they've ever tried to deny that. These other yeah. ones, like they try to, they, for the longest time, were trying to hide the fact that they're basically totally in in the works with the left. Man, I mean, it's yeah, obvious they hate
2: Trump, and you can't deny that they hate Trump.
0: Come on, I mean, come on, get out of here. They've they fucking, I mean, man. So I just, I don't even, I can't even look at some of, I can't even watch some of that stuff. Like I've tried to go in there and, and try to pay attention just to get a different perspective. And and I have to read their stuff. I can't um I can't watch it on TV.
1: Yeah, CNN, uh, it's it, CNN and Fox is like talking about that. You know how it's made the documentary on on, on Discovery that up against Tiger King. I mean, <laughs> Fox versus CNN. What are the, they're both kind of documentary. Both could be true, something like that. But you know, one, you know, why you're watching, you're you're going for the entertainment. You know exactly what they're going to say, and the other one, yeah, there's a little truth to it. Yeah, CNN, I just fucking Don Lemon and 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 not just CNN, fucking MSNBC with with Rachel Maddow and fucking conspiracy theories and all that shit. They're just oh the pandering man. So I got
0: I did get into an argument a while back with a friend about who is like news and who isn't, and there I don't know that there are actual really news guys anymore. They're uh, just like commentators.
1: Huh. Like I don't I don't know That's I don't so know of the name like. Howard Kurtz, or Kutz, I don't know if you know that, dude. He kind of talks out the side of his mouth. You'd know him if you saw him on Fox. He's hes kind of straight up forward.
0: They said Brett, um, Brett Baer. That guy eh. doesn't give an opinion, like, ever.
1: Yeah, no, he's, he's Other right.
0: Fox people say that, but who, who on the left is a news guy and not a – I can't – I've never been – no one's ever given me a name of someone left-leaning that's, uh, like, you know, or on a left media station that's not um, – a commentator. They're all commentators. I don't know. The
1: closest, I guess I would have to say would be that that comes to mind is uh, the raging Cajun. I mean that dude, he's not like he fucking tries to, you know, I'm talking about James Carville.
0: Oh the, yeah. He's a jarhead. <laughs> he's that right. has a trip. Like,
1: right. And he's he's as far left as you're going to get, but he's also a, a realist when all this shit. When they were trying to put Bernie up, he was the first one to come out and say, you guys are fucking up the democratic party. Yeah, he said, I, he said, "I'm too old to be socialist." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, like someone like that, I could sit and listen to him because you know he's not blowing smoke up your ass. Right. He's telling it how it is. Yeah.
0: I don't know, man. It's uh, I wish there was. Um, I think post Trump era, there's going to have to be some kind of reformation. I don't. I don't. I think in the Trump era, there's no way we get past it. Post-Trump, I think everyone's got to hit the reset button and try to find a way back, but I don't know if that even happens.
2: But I I mean, like, there's one of the things that makes me wonder is, like, has the media... I mean, it's always probably been like this, but we're now just seeing it now, and somebody's calling them out for the bullshit that they're putting out there, you know what I mean? before, where it's kind of just like, eh, you kind of took it on the chin and moved on, but now you got somebody saying, this is bullshit, you know? And, like, so I think it's, you know, how long has it been like this? I don't know. You'd like to think back when we were kids we were watching the news and you got to make your own opinion up but mm-hmm. I mean, who's to say that they weren't doing the same thing they're doing now you know? it's a
1: well now thing. there's no hide the, the difference now is there's no hiding it right 30 years ago you didn't have facebook and pinterest yeah. and twitter and it yeah, was every- your news publication and then two or right. three news news networks at night that was it yeah when dan rather
2: came on you thought he was telling you the truth and you didn't know any different if he wasn't kind of thing. exactly
0: well yeah now everybody's a fact checker everybody's a citizen journalist like everyone can everyone can you know de-platform you and look back and find all these things and yeah i mean I don't know. I mean, but also you've never had a a prominent, prominent figure like Trump, like just flat out calling you on your bullshit. Like, like, (laughs) you know know what I mean? Like, and and which love him or hate him. I think that's a a good thing. I think that's a good change. I think um, presidents from here on out are always going to be able to kind of be like, well, actually you're totally wrong. You know, like on that regard and hopefully they stay that way. But I just saw Trump is going to withhold funding from WHO. Are you guys in on the WHO thing? Do you think they're fuck or what?
1: Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 What do we put it, four hundred and eighty million dollars a year, or something like that? The next closest is like fucking seventy million.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like no one, no one funds shit like we do. No, and I think Trump is right to say, like, what do we get for this? Like, we don't fucking yeah. our country doesn't get shit for it. ROI, baby. Other than other than bad information that leads to decisions, and now it's Trump's fault for you know people are trying to say he reacted too slow. Which, by the way, he you know he, it's this is literally the fastest, most comprehensive pandemic response we've ever had
1: um to the worst pandemic in history
0: i mean it's I, I don't know where people come up with this shit but i i think it's good i mean i think the who for somehow is totally beholden to china probably because that ethiopian dude who runs it but i mean yeah it's crazy man i i think it's a good thing i think um i don't know i'm sure they'll try to impeach him over it fucking later but um, <laughs> you know who knows
1: well yeah they've already started the coronavirus task or not the task force what is it
0: that, that was inevitable that they're always gonna yeah. do that kind of stuff i mean
1: Right. And and, and there's another media spin for you because like you just said, they're always going to, it's not like they decided to because Trump's doing it wrong. They're always going to start a commission to find out what happened, how we could have done better and how to better move forward. Well,
0: it's it's Shifty Schiff and Swalwell, farty pants, Swalwell. So I mean, and Pelosi, (laughs) but I mean, those two guys, if those two guys come out and say, we're going to run this, you know, it's, you know, there's fucking something as a foot.
2: Yeah. It's already shady. Like when, when it's anything with Schiff's name, in it, it's already kind of, it, it's just kind of like, eh, it's probably not true.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, right. I don't know. I just, I'm glad we have a, um, like I said, love him or hate him. And, and there's definitely, uh, like this pushback on the governors and stuff I, I disagree with, uh, in my opinion, I think it makes him, I think he could probably steer clear of that at least how vocal he is about fucking them being mutineers and all this shit. Like, ah, eh, maybe we just leave that one alone. Um, but I, I just say, I think it's refreshing that we have someone willing to push back against some of these longstanding policies that sort of don't make sense. You know, yep. it's like, what, what do we get back? It's finally, someone is asking the question, like when we give all this foreign aid or when we give money to WHO or the UN, like, what do we get back for that? And I don't, I don't know that we have like actual tangible things to say, like, well, actually this is the biggest benefit. You know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is.
1: Not in this instance, that's for sure. Yeah.
0: I don't know. It's going to be going to be interesting to see. I think, I think the, what's his name? Teodoros is the WHO. I think, I don't think he survives this pandemic. I think, I don't know who appoints him or if he's an elected guy. I don't know how that works, but I think he'll,
1: he'll be uh, on his merry way. 14. Yeah, that's the one. I I haven't done any research on, on WHO and their organization or.
0: Okay, well, well, put it put it in this context. Some NASCAR guy or some race car guy said uh, the N word on a virtual race and totally was ousted, lost all his sponsorship, and they're like, "Hey, we're no longer funded because of you." Bye. Right. So if WHO, well, no, 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 that, that, that was a different
1: story. Well, there was a couple. I, there was a couple of them last week. The one guy quit.
0: That's fine, but if if, yeah. if the WHO leader. Is it was one of the primary reasons why you just got lost? One of your biggest fundings? They're going to get rid of there. Whoever can get rid of him is going to have to get rid of him. Oh yeah, yeah, need that money back.
1: Call that. I mean, in the end, fuck WHO. I say still go back to China.
0: It does go back. Well, everything in this case, I think everything goes back to China.
1: There's got to be some way to hold them accountable somehow, because it's it's just. I mean, I don't even know if there's a way to quantify what they've really done.
0: Well, they've tried to say like they could have slowed it. Ninety-five like, percent of what happened could have been dealt with. That's the, yeah, dude. I heard they
1: knew about this in Jan- The first cases were in January of two thousand nineteen. That's maybe.
0: I mean, I don't know if that that sounds pretty late, but that uh, maybe not.
1: But late
2: nineteen, last year, last year, that's
0: bro. No, that's what I'm saying. Like that's that may be way way too far back. I don't know. Oh. I, don't, I don't know. I have I not know anyone say that.
2: I'll, I'll be honest with you, and and this October. November, uh, maybe even earlier than, maybe September, October, maybe November. I don't remember exactly, but I had the nastiest cough and like bronchitis, like wheezing nastiest, like and it. I mean, it wouldn't go away for like probably 3 weeks to a month. And I, I'm not saying I had this stuff, but I had some nasty and I didn't go to the doctor cuz I knew they're going to say it was, you know, URI or something or bronchitis and even Hardy's like, "You need to go to you need to go to the doctor." It's like that's t- terrible but yeah i mean uh, i don't
0: know no tony they, tony and uh, his family members feel like maybe they had the same thing if yeah. you talk to people that uh, many many people have said like man i don't know what i had but i had some funky nasty shit that came through all around that time frame i mean i just i've never heard of anyone say like as early as you know january 2019 um it's always been sort of around that september to um you know because i think the first case or the first notification to the u.s was like december 31st um, but, yeah, I mean, many, many people have said, I've had this, like, nasty thing this year. Um, and, you know, who knows? Uh, are you pulling it, Tony? Are you looking?
1: Uh, oh, no, 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 something else. But. <laughs> yeah. but,
0: but, I mean, yeah, I think the WHO guy, I think he's I think he's got to go. Cause he's, oh, yeah. he's playing the politics game. And, you know, people, dude, honestly, I mean, the fact of the matter is, dude, people are dying, man. Like, over 10,000 now in, in New York alone. That's a lot in one state, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, uh, how much of that – uh, and new york's hard on it and i know you're from there but you're from the up part upper part of new york right
0: yeah so i'm from yeah. new york where they're not they're you know mind you i we believe we, they push resources out of western new york downstate but mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm fairly confident my brother-in-law recovered from covid like like it sounds like he got it so um i don't know i don't hopefully one day i'll get him on here to talk about it but
1: You got to put New York in context too. What's the what's New York? Nine nine and a half million people, something like that. And seven seven and a half of those are in the fucking island at the bottom of the state. Yeah,
0: for sure. So we put we posted something on the vent page where it adds the perspective, right? Like when you do the population per capita percentages, we're actually way lower than we're like way on the bottom end of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like you know where we actually stand in uh, deaths per you know it's all in how you want to look at it. Like how you look at the stats and overlay it into you know
1: our current situation as a country. So, um, and then look at that. Look at that one little town, New Rochelle in New York, that got hit the hardest, the earliest. Right. That's like a main thoroughfare from the city to upstate. Right. You know, it's at that corridor there.
2: And that's what I. And I think some of it. And like I said, I'm being where I live at. It's different. But in in New York, I mean, there's it's densely populated, but also people, the types of buildings they live in using the mass transit, the train, you know, all that. I mean, you guys are in close proximity, just walking in the city, you know, you're, you're right there on top of people. But then if you look at places like in Italy, I mean, I don't, when you were at HMX, I don't know if you went to Europe, but they were all, it's all densely populated people live in apartment buildings and parents living with kids and generations living together. I mean, it's just different. I think that's why you're seeing that a lot of these places, like, the places that are getting hit hard is, is that type of environment where like people like me, I live out in the country. I mean, I'm out spread out, you know, like just different kind of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I went through Munich. Munich was definitely like that. Like, yeah. like you could do, like, you know, they're just more communal livers. Like, you know, they live, uh, like you said, generationally, they, they tend to stay together longer. It's just kind of right. how it is. Like these properties and things have been in their families forever. Um, that's just how they do business, you know? But yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, it's it's not to suggest that COVID nineteen is not bad, man. I'd say, man, I think we'll look back, we'll say, man, we really overreact to that. But at the end, at the end of the day, I don't have a problem with that per se. I mean, it's better to overreact than underreact. But um, yeah. we'll see, man. We'll see what happens.
2: Well, one thing I got, Tony in Michigan, have they? Is it uh, your government or governor shut
1: down the gun sales and stuff out there? Um, I. I don't believe so, but uh, you can't have more than a certain number of people in the stores uh, of the ones that are open. So I'm, I'm not sure on guns. I know that like the one I usually go to is a, it's a gun slash sporting goods store. So they're non essential. They shut them down. Really? Um, but my, no, because my, my range, the range is closed, but the gun sales are open. Okay. A lot of them are like by appointment only.
0: Yeah. I thought, I thought federally they kept gun sales open. Is that is that not the case, or
1: probably yeah, because they're, they're the spike has been unbelievable in people trying to buy guns. Yeah. I say I say trying because you got to love all these stories of these liberals. Well, they they don't know how to buy a gun. Half of them. I, I can't get one. They want they want too much information and they want to call and do a background check. I need it now.
0: <laughs> That's your own rules working against you, there, friend. You know? Yeah.
1: Oh, whoa, whoa, imagine that.
0: What, what do you got, Doug? What's- no,
1: I was just
2: curious. I, I just know that Tony said that they were saying there was certain things like furniture and yeah. that wasn't essential. And I have heard in some places, like I want to say maybe Louisiana or something, some places where they were saying that you couldn't buy guns. They shut down gun stores and stuff. They tried. I know they tried. If, if, if New Orleans or uh, Michigan was, if they considered guns as not essential since like furniture and seeds and stuff. Wasn't essential. I just
0: there were definitely some places where they tried. I remember seeing it, but I think some of that got laid to like got squashed. Like you know, they yeah, like, I, th- I think they'd have a
1: mutiny on their hands if they tried to do it here. I mean, I th- like I don't know if you have ever been to Michigan, but growing up in New York, New York's huge hunting. I know right. Texas is huge hunting, and here it's hunting. So, that, that, like I, that's what I think of: New York, Michigan, Texas. Big hunting
0: by that big O so. on Doug's <laughs> chest. I don't think he goes to Michigan. That's
1: I've been there. I actually went there a couple of
2: years ago. I had to go to Detroit to to the damn, uh, get a uh, passport for landing because I washed his in my pocket uh, when we came back to visit. Damn. And let me tell you how big of a debacle that was. Don't ever wash a passport in your pocket because that was, like, the most stressful thing ever. Like, I wasn't going to be able to bring my son back to Okinawa with me because of that. Wow. So, but I had to go to Detroit. A lot of Muslims. there. I was like, "Oh my goodness, there's lots and lots of Muslims here in Detroit."
1: Second, second highest population in the country, or maybe the world, is is Dearborn, Michigan. Yeah,
2: yeah it was craziness. I was like, my and I I made the mistake of bringing my eighty something year old grandpa with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and I was like, yeah, I probably should have brought him with me because he was like, he's going crazy. You know, it was not a good good thing to have. My
0: grandpa me. Yeah, Tony, Tony, out of Dearborn, you've had some bona fide terrorists come out of Dearborn, man. No, no Oh, yeah. It's it's
1: dude. My old boss, my mentor, used to he, he worked in Coldwater, which is outside of Detroit, but he um he used to uh sponsor them like before all the 9/11 and all that shit happened. You have to have a sponsor program to come right. over to the country. Right. And uh like he had that's what 90% of his employees were, We're all Muslims. Yeah. So we had this he had this one who was a true capitalist. The dude bought it one. He took his first few paychecks and bought himself a big white of line Ford van and drove all the rest of them back and forth to work, cash, cash paychecks and shit for him. Like <laughs> said, this dude rolled around with four grand in his pocket, cashing dollars and shit.
0: And there's always a leader amongst the crew. You know, that he's going to capitalize, man. I don't care where you come from.
1: But then the stories of them shitting in the corner of the showers and stuff yeah, like they, that. And Oh they, man,
0: they, they do some weird shit. man. Yeah. yeah. All right, boys. Any last thoughts?
2: Uh uh-huh. oh I'm, I don't know. Stay safe, you guys, and uh hopefully we we'll open our country back up soon. Yeah, I think I think
0: around May one we're gonna start making some some decisions. Like man, I, I, I gotta be honest, like I didn't I you know, I'm gonna run my golf tournament whether they you know r- I'm gonna do anything I can to make sure that I run that tournament and I've actually had to start making some covid minded decisions uh on the <laughs> tournament. So I'm gonna I'll make I didn't expect that. I thought by July we'd be good, but I. uh I think we're going to open up, but I think we're going to have a lot of different rules. Like the new normal is not going to be maybe what we expect. You know, Like we're not all of a sudden just going to be open and, and, uh, and, and doing shit, you know?
1: Yeah. I heard, I, I saw somebody put, uh, there was an op-ed there thinking there might not be any concerts till at least summer of 2021.
0: It's possible for sure. They may want to, they, they may want to hang on to all this until we get a vaccine. We'll see. Or yeah. at least we get everybody antibody tested, you know? Uh, so, whichever comes first, I don't know. All right, boys, thanks for jumping on, and uh, st- uh, everybody stay safe, and, you know, hopefully hopefully none of this shit impacts you guys too much or for too long, you know, so.
1: Yeah. Doug, nice meeting you, man. Pleasure. You too, Tony.
0: Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate
1: it. All right. We'll see you all.
2: Okay. Hey.